right, guys, we're back with a great show for you this week. We have our post-radio show for the first time ever, Mo. Very exciting. And uh, we're going to get into it right after your favorite theme song. I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. But I heard it on a podcast What you know about craft beer You were drinking Bud Lights last year I don't want a showboat But I got a go, bro Got a cooler in the cellar full of Trillium beers Yeah, I'm talking a boatload Never in a million years Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces Hmm, what an elegant species and you better get me, please Another weird beer, make it real clear Noob said to have it Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy The ABV turned loose to choppy The way we drink is a little bit reckless Yes, but I never left Ben's when He cracking open the cold one From the vault, wall to wall, don't spill at all You're listening to the new podcast If you like to wait two hours for one growler You come to the right place And if you you need someone to mule your beers, Moe's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach. Now that's commitment, and that's the difference between Ben, Moe, and you. So up your vocabulary and grab a beer, cause this is noobed. Correct. Noob, this is noob. This is noob. Noob, this is noob. Hey, welcome to Noob. This is episode 29. I was waiting for you to fill in that number because I wasn't exactly sure, but I feel like 29 is right. I think 29 is right it's not if you 30. count that radio uh, add-in that we yeah. did. It might be 28, 29, something like that. Either way, Happy New Year. Happy welcome New to Noob. Yeah. Uh, we're back again. Uh, great show for you tonight. Going to be a little bit unsegmented. We we kind of use some of our big guns for the radio. but Yeah, after the radio show and how segmented that is, I wouldn't mind just a little freestyling. Yeah, we're going to try to limp into it, but we will you know, try to try to section it off as best we can. Ooh, we're limping in today, not diving. Like <laughs> so that. we have a good uh, tap list for you today. Local releases and what are you drinking. Uh, showbiz <laughs> review will tell you a little bit about what making the show was like uh, for our first radio show. Around the world in beer news, Mo, we have some house cleaning items to clean up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, upcoming events, which is a fun fun show. It is, uh, after all, beer festival season upon us. It is. And it's we will end time. it, as always, with Shelf of the Week. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Let's get into, uh, what are you drinking, Mo? Uh, right now we have, I have a Mosaic Cutting Tiles. I uh, got it from Trillium last week. Um, I opened up a uh, night shift one hop this time, Amarillo. I'm about to open up that next. I uh, got caught up washing the dishes, so I haven't opened that one up yet. Nice. But uh, we got some other things that we're going to try later once we get to our tasting videos. I don't yeah. know if you wanted me to tease that now, but I just did. Yeah, why not? So that's going to come up. Yes. Um, we got some cool stuff there. We got some haze. We got uh, oh, yeah. some stuff that I got from Mystic the other day. Because nice. when you have a job interview... In Everett, what else are you going to do but go yeah. to Night Shift and, uh, and Mystic? So. so we will start there. Uh, Night Shift out in Everett put out one hop this time, Amarillo, as you were just talking about. Anything else cool up there while, that you saw? The only other one I wish I'd picked up, I um, I wish I'd gotten one hop this time, Ella. Okay. I don't. I, I think I've only had that once before, and I remember really liking it. Um, but I, get, I got Amarillo because I couldn't remember if I had it or not. Okay. And I was kind of put on the spot, and I was just like, uh... But I also got a Saison from them called Cassandra. 
Okay. I uh, hadn't had that one before, but I had one last night. It was really good. Seven fifty or is it cans? Cans. Nice. Yeah, they didn't. Um, they uh, they didn't have anything on their bottle list outside of. I think there was one or two offerings, but it wasn't yeah. wasn't anything that really stuck out to me. If they had any barrel aged stuff or even any stouts, I probably would have went with it. But and Mystic had what Danger Danger, which is a double IPA. Voltage is the single. Yep. And what was the? You said there was a third yeah, IPA. Yeah. What the there? hell was the third one called? Um, anyway, Mystic, yeah, I'm blanking great place, on that name. right down the street, uh, in Everett, um, Simcoe Position, Simcoe Position was the third IPA, that yeah, they that was a there. double, not really known for their IPAs, but you said they're great, and I'm <laughs> gonna take your word for it, Dude, and... they were all really, really good, I, I drank the Voltage there, and I tried the Danger Danger and the Simcoe, uh, just little samples the guy poured me, um, and then I bought four packs of everything. Nice. That's pretty much how I do. Uh, Crooked Current put out a post on Instagram, which I'm always excited to see stuff from them in Pawtucket. Uh, they have a chocolate stout series leading up to Valentine's Day, where they put out a different one, I believe, every week. Uh, it's a chocolate mint milk stout this week. Damn. In, in addition to their coffee vanilla porter and Neapolitan brown ale. So they're doing some big ice cream flavors this week over in... Uh, the ladies of Cricket Current. Uh, Foley Brothers put out cans, Mo. I don't know no if you way. saw this. But, no, uh, I didn't. They had cans of Big Bang, which is an IPA 5.5% from our friends at Foley Brothers up in Vermont, known for their what Fair Maiden. Is that the beer that they had? Fair, yeah, Fair Maiden yeah. and Prospect were the two that I've had from them. I, yeah. I don't think I've had anything else. I remember Fair Maiden being very good. But good <laughs> it was to see really them good. Canning, too. Uh, Burlington Beer Company put out a single hop IPA called Galaxy. A very creative name from our friends of Burlington <laughs> Beer Company. <laughs> I heard uh, it was really good, though. I saw a couple people post that they got it, and it yeah, was phenomenal. So I, I heard that was also very good. So I would love to get my hands on it. I love, love Burlington Beer Company. And uh, I think the last one that I have is from Mass Landing up in Maine. Nice. They put up five cans this week, uh, five cans that you can purchase. One of them is uh, Scarapa, I believe it's pronounced. Hey, go with it. <laughs> I, I, I can't correct you on this one, that. man. I'm going to go S-A-C-C-A-R-A-P-P-A. Scarapara? Garciapara? Oh, no, my Garciapara. Yeah, That's that it must be his signature. But yeah. 7% IPA with hints of mango, mm, they like said. Uh, again, I've tried that stuff up in Portland. Very, very good stuff. Check them out if you can get it. Probably have to be a little north of Boston to get your hands on some of that stuff, unless you have a really, really uh, good bottle shop. Uh, we will go into uh, moving on to our showbiz review. So if you had a chance to listen to our show live on the radio, it was last Tuesday, January 10th, uh, from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. A lot of people had a problem with the link, Mo. Uh, we, I heard that. Uh, so the technical difficulties, not our fault. For, nope. one, for once, something messed up was not our fault. Yeah, I mean, we we screwed up a bunch of things in our time, so we can, we can, <laughs> yeah. we have the dunce cap on that, but this one was not us. Yeah, so uh, other ways you can listen, on 990WBOB.com, they have the WBOB Passcast, which we are in there. They call the show a little something different. It's noobed. They call it on tap. It yep. was Noob Tap Takeover. Featuring, way. featuring our hosts, Pat and Mo. Yeah, Pat and Mo. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Pat. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and I also put it in podcast form on iTunes. A little different. Uh, you might have heard some computer sounds in the back. I did have to record it off my computer. Oh, nice. But it's not too bad. 
Uh, at least you got to you got to hear in a, an abbreviated version because they did cut out the commercials. Cause oh, perfect. If they're not sending us a check, you know what? <laughs> you got to do a little trimming. I didn't but, get a check. But, Mo, what experience did you take away from making the radio show? Was it like what you thought it was going to be? Was it a little different? Was it... I thought it was a little... I mean, the only time we had been on there before was... I mean, we were basically guests on that show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they were driving the bus and we kind of just went along for the ride. Yeah. Um, it was definitely different driving the bus ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it was much different just for you having literally to drive the bus. Uh-huh. I just kind of sat in the passenger seat and left you hanging. Um, but, you know, it was a little nerve-wracking, a lot of fun, um, it gave me a little, like, I had a little, like, energy boost after, like, the first segment, I really felt like we started getting comfortable, um, but I, honestly, I thought it went really well, I mean, there were pros and cons to take from it, I mean, positives and negatives, just on, like, what we did and what we didn't do, and, I mean, every podcast I listen to that we do every week, I say, wow, you know, it would have been really cool if we did that, or, oh, I wish I hadn't said that, or... You know, it, there's always things that you can improve on, and you know, we're, we're obviously going to get better every time we do it. So yeah. I'm excited for the next one for sure. For us, I I thought we were pretty well prepared going into it. I I thought we had a lot of segments. We even have spare segments to fill. Yeah, maybe over prepared. Um, but, but the first good. 15 minutes, like you said, you get you get a little adrenaline rush. Uh, you're in a different setting. You're you're not quite as comfortable as you normally should be. For sure. Um. They put us on camera for that first 15-minute segment, which was another element that I've never worried about, like what I look like, um, <laughs> kind of like just don't touch your face, don't like, do anything <laughs> yeah, they, stupid on they camera. They joked They joked not to pick your nose, but yeah. like I was actually concerned that yeah. at one point I was just going to be like, well, oh, mean, well, I got something here. and Yeah, you never really eh, notice you what me. you do, you yep. know, and then uh, so they put us on camera there. It it was it was pretty good as far as uh, the equipment went. I thought the microphones worked great. You could hear mm-hmm. everything really well. Yeah. Um, it it's different for us in podcast when we talked about this the whole ride home, how we're not really held to any time standard on the podcast nope. other than us mentally trying to keep it around thirty minutes. Yeah. But you <laughs> are going there. through the segment. You're just like it, you're you're waiting for that time, and and you might do something a little different than when you're on air, and it's actually held to a, a time standard. Um, a lot of bells, a lot of whistles going around. Yeah. People talking to you during commercial breaks. It's a little nerve wracking. Yep. Uh, but it, but it's fun, it, and I'm glad we did it. They, and they say the the length of a minute depends on what side of the bathroom door you're on yeah, yeah dude the length of a minute depends on whether or not you're done with your segment or not yeah that's because true. like you finish your segment and you think oh yeah that was perfect there's no light on <laughs> yeah. we don't even have the two minute yeah. one they give you a two minute warning and it's like oh wow yeah. so that means that we have at least two and a half minutes left and definitely. definitely i mean that was it was nerve-wracking but it was it was a lot of fun but we had paul from black hat brewers on i thought he did a great job he, he, he was, was amazing i like him a lot fantastic he's a good dude and um, gotta go up and see him now yeah we do he invited us we said we'd go and get him on the podcast with a yeah, different interview we're so committed we do have two more upcoming shows coming on they moved us from the tuesday time slot which was i think a beginner's time slot correct into the wednesday monthly lineup that they're doing they know what they have yeah so. <laughs> we're gold we're gold <laughs> uh we're going wednesday february 21st at nine o'clock and again two weeks after that march 7th at nine o'clock uh, I believe we have our March guest set up for at Startline Brewing. Nice. I'm going to just confirm that, and 
I don't know what we're going to do February. Maybe Adam uh, from Could be the Adam. Rhode Island Beer Forum or, or something else. Maybe we... my new contact from Beer Advocate. Yeah, there you go. You I got, got one from Beer from... Advocate. Perfect. We can talk maybe to them about she, maybe that. Maybe she'd want to come on. So check out the show. If you do get a chance to check that, that out, our friends, 990WBOB.com. Check out the franchise as well. They do a great beer show uh, with Joe Farrow, who is a local legend yeah. at the radio station and in the beer world in Rhode Island, and Morgan Clark Snyder Jr. at Buttonwood Brewery, Perfect. who uh, who does the show with them, and, and they got some really good beer knowledge there. Very cool dudes, and you should check out their show, in Absolutely. addition to our show. Yeah, but I mean, primarily our show, but yeah. then like... Like, if it happens to run into their show, then listen to that Exactly. Show. Uh, I was also on the pol- the politics show before that. Yes. I don't know if you yeah. want to sit through that show, but if you do I a haven't politics, listened to that think, specifically. I could hear you, yeah, but not I, like full. I listened to it. I, I was like, I was just so, so baffled by the host. At one point, he asked me if beer was Democratic or Republican. I was like, oh, I, I have no idea <laughs> what to do right now. I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, wow. Uh, but... That is, uh, that's kind of how it is to make a radio show. Very exciting for us, and we look forward to it going forward. And it, hopefully it makes us better at, at podcasting. I think it will. I think it definitely will. I mean, yeah. there's no question. Puts um, us on the spot. Yeah, and they, they had some great ideas as far as things that we'll do with the Facebook group uh, as well. But uh, before we go into the next segment, we want to tell you about our Facebook fan page that we have now. NEWBD fan page. You can like us. We get to post as uh, as a show rather than just Mo and Ben yep. tagging each other and a bunch of things going back and forth in our group, which is also available if you want to talk to us, NEWBD uh, or New England Weekly Beer Discussion. We have a group and a fan page. We're all over Facebook. We're all, all over the uh, the social media channels there, Mo. Trying to so. give people as many many possibilities to, to contact us, to talk to us, to interact with some other people. I mean, you got to figure anybody who likes that page is going to be a, a beer nerd, too. Yeah. We have some two really strong Kevins in our group. Yeah. Kevin uh, Kevin Francis and Kevin yep. Mack, both yep. both. Charlie, a very strong contributor. Yep. Um, you know, we got we got other guys in there, but... We do, we but do. those are the top. Those are so definitely the top producers. I think they Might have to make them admins of the page or something. Maybe. That'd be nice. Yeah, Admin I mean, for a month. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it once we get some more people, obviously. Yeah, it'd be like Game of Thrones. They're going to administrate like people eight up. people. I mean, I don't know if that's really like... <laughs> It's not really much of a job, but... Uh, next segment, Around the World in Beer News, Mo, where we go around and clean up some of the beer stories that we haven't talked about. Um, uh, one that just popped up today, as a matter of fact. Uh, and we'll get into that. So we'll start you with an easy one. Um, Proclam- Actually, Finback posted the picture on Instagram Perfect. that they were drinking with the folks from Proclamation and working on their first collab of 2018. They didn't give us much other than they were working with some, I think it, they said funky cultures. Yeah. They uh, kind of gave the impression it was going to be a wild ale or yeah. a, I mean, a that's sour kinda, of some kind. Kind of what Proclamation's, in Proclamation's wheelhouse right now. Sure. Haven't had a ton of sour stuff from Finback. I don't know if you have. I don't think I've had anything from them. And they were drinking like bourbon or something in the picture. It really kind of threw me off. They were drinking some kind of brown, brown they're just, liquor. They're just trying to throw you for a loop, man. Make you think... They're doing one thing, and then blam, they do something else. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they just meant weird cultures like they're using each other, a combination of each other's yeasts. I see what you're doing. Brooklyn and Providence type of thing. Yeah. I weird mean, cultures. Yeah. Who knows? A combining of two worlds. So you think I mean, it's it going to be a wild ale? 
That that would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, they just I mean, did one with Burlington Beer Company, and they got that new barrel room, so they probably are excited. I think they'd want to use it, you know, do something with it. So, but Finback, a popular brewery out of Brooklyn, New York, they do really, really good soft and subtle IPAs. They have uh, really um, understated stouts as well. They do great, great stouts out there. Um, so be on the lookout for them with Proclamation at their new Warwick location, which has been all the rage and, and been in our local releases just about every show since they opened. Definitely. Uh, without this one. <laughs> yeah, they won't be in this one, uh, except for that. The big the big hitting story just came out today, Mo, that I saw, been in every beer group uh, that I am on today, is Smutty Nose will be closing their doors, I believe, and put their facility up for auction. Yeah. Um, that's uh i don't know if smutty nose will continue to brew beer but it's unfortunate because they are they're a staple in new hampshire beer and they've been around um for a long long time as long as i i can remember in in the beer scene but unfortunately they they didn't really adapt with the times and make anything new uh really solid baltic porter yeah. Really solid brown ales out of them. Yeah, you had a chance to get some of their Berliner Weiss when you went up there, their Smutty Labs type of thing. Yeah, they did a couple uh couple weird things in the Smut Lab, whatever they're calling that. They did whatever they called that cuz it's past tense. Yeah. Uh, it was their barrel-aged sours or whatever. There was a cherry It's like a cherry something bomb and then there was a peach something. They were okay. both really good, but holy hell did they pucker pucker your lips. Yeah. But really cool brewery to go to. I mean, I was just telling Crit this today, because um, he was talking about going up to New Hampshire. Shout out and to Crit, friend of the show. I didn't, at this time in the day, you hadn't broke the news to me, because, you know, maybe the news hadn't broke yet. He was talking about going to New Hampshire, I was like, dude, one brewery, like, to hit up as you're coming back home, Smutty Nose, dude, it's right over the border, it's big, beautiful, like, brand new, everything, it still smells like a brand new brewery, you got a restaurant attached to it, I was like, dude, you should go check it out, and then... What, like an hour later you came in, you were like, Smutty Nose up for sale. I was like, well, oh well. <laughs> it was that. But, yeah, uh, yeah they, they, they're one of those breweries, again, that make some cool beers, but nothing that's going to blow your socks off. And like you said, nothing like nothing that adapted. Like, they make old school beer styles. Yeah. Like the Browns and like the kind of malt forward IPAs and just just weird things, but just not super popular in today's culture yeah and you thought they would have had the groundwork to to kind of force themselves onto the shelves after having uh established relationships with the distributors and and things like that and other liquor stores that they would have the shelf space to sell their stuff yeah or at least some kind of following but dude the article that i read uh says they still have 10 million dollars in annual revenue yeah well, i mean i, I that's not a, like a lot, I suppose, for a brewery as big as them. Uh, but they have the capability of producing 75,000 barrels per year. Yeah. But they've been running at 50% over the last year. Yeah, and we, so talked, obviously, about it, we talked about it a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe even months ago, how we had heard Night Shift was doing uh, a brew up at Smutty Labs, well, at, at Smutty Nose, so they could get into the Portland market. Mm-hmm. And you and I had alluded to maybe... Smutty Nose might be hurting a little bit doing a, uh, what is that called? Um, contract brewing? Contract brew for, for Night Shift. And we we were kind of like, why would Smutty Nose want to do that? You know, other than yeah. maybe helping out a friend, what are they getting out of it? 
And, it definitely uh, it had makes to a lot be more money. sense now. Yeah, it had to be some money. kind of cash flow, and maybe I mean, you said this today. Um, maybe it was just to make their brewery a little more valuable. Yeah, that they have a contract with Night Shift. Maybe now they can say as they go up for auction. You know, we have maybe they brew for other people. I I don't know. They yeah. might contract brew for some other smaller breweries. I know Two Roads is kind of famous for that contracting yeah. their brewery out for just guys who can't afford to to have their own place. But maybe they do something like that too. Yeah, and they just wanted to add something kind of high end to their portfolio before they sold. I mean, that, I, I don't know. It's speculation, but uh, the, yeah, I mean, I really hope you know that one of the one of the smaller breweries that might want to make a move up to New Hampshire or or one of those Brooklyn breweries. You know, Grimm doesn't have a facility right now. They sneak up there, uh, maybe come yeah, into the know. New England fold or something like that. I mean. You wonder how much um, location and culture comes into these breweries, you know, and whether they're willing to uproot. It's big business. Are they willing to uproot and move to New Hampshire to be able to distribute their product wherever they want it to be? Like Grimm, yeah. for example. I mean, you'd, you'd think, right? I, I could see, honestly, I could see a brewery like, and nobody's really going to like this, this, uh, this take, but uh, Harpoon. Yeah. Like, I see a brewery like Harpoon wanting to buy something like that um i mean obviously not harpoon it's mass mass beverage or yeah, mass brewers yeah, mass Bev, whatever it it's called but their their parent company i would think would be interested they just bought clown shoes yeah um you know they're obviously looking to add to their portfolio that would give them you know a, a slightly more northern location or maybe they could start you know doing some different things and distributing weird things up north i don't know that just those were the that was the brewery that popped into my mind. I don't think Sam Adams. It doesn't no, make any sense for them no, to buy it. I don't it. think so. An old an old style brewery buying another old style brewery, but yeah. um, I mean they popped into my head and I was just like, ah, I, I don't, I don't think that makes any sense. But how about this hot take? Tilted barn. Tilted barn. Could you imagine, dude? Is a barn? They go from like a what, like a four barrel system to <laughs> yeah. a what, seventy five thousand in a year? Yeah, that'd I be mean, a little crazy. I mean, it would be. They wanted something away from the barn, you know, to give themselves some privacy. That would be. That would be a way. That'd be it. That I mean, that's a little bit of a hike. And you're right. I'm not crazy about your harpoon take. I I do not want to see. I don't want to see that either. I don't want that to happen. Uh, There's yeah. enough harpoon on the shelves as it is. Uh, so we'll post the article about that in our Facebook group as well. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of information just coming out about it now. Um, not sure how slow of a leak they've been going into or when the auction's going to be, but March ninth. March ninth is the auction be has been announced. Yeah. Well, that that's you know that's upsetting, but um, we'll see what comes of it, and I'm sure uh, you guys will find out if you're in the beer groups. But if not, we'll keep you apprised of it as. Uh, as fast as we can unfortunately we have a radio show just before then so we'll Ooh, have to bring yeah, that yeah yeah uh my last topic mo is it's kind of a, a different one that i wanted to see today and i want i want to get you feeling about this okay I a like new this. brewery just opened up in uh virginis vermont i think that's how that's said take your um, word for it that brewery is called hired hands okay uh so does that sound like any brewery you might have heard it does sound pretty familiar. <laughs> um, I would even say maybe like a letter or two off. Yeah. Uh, hired Hands up in uh, Virginis, Vermont. I'm sure they make great beer. They just opened. But a lot like Tired Hands out of Philadelphia. It does sound, if you put the two words side by side. Yeah, and it got notice... me thinking about other 
what do you feel about breweries that kind of piggyback on something another brewery is doing and maybe try to steal a little shine in this regard? Do you think this is an attempt at doing that? Uh. It, it's similar to that, what was it, the uh, the banded horn that had the, the cat that Long Live used on their can? Oh, that was banded horn, that's yeah. right. It was yeah, banded yeah, yeah. horn that had the same exact logo From, on uh, one of the their cats cans. Meow? Yeah, that Long Live did. No, um, not the Cat's Meow, that's Black Cat. Yeah, Black Cat. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's IPA. what it was. Yep. I forgot the beer that Bandit Horn did. And they added, like, a third eye on the forehead or something. Which is something else that they do. Yeah, I, I just think it's really strange when companies in general, not just beer companies, but right. how small the beer community is, when you kind of do something like this. And it's funny, we always talk back to that interview with the Starline Brewer, Jeff, who told us how how difficult it is to come up with names that haven't been taken of beer. Um, do you think that th- that's what this is? It's difficult to come just, up with a brewery that nobody... I would hope. I mean, it doesn't seem like it just just from what you've given me. I don't yeah. know anything about this brewery. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. I'm hoping that they have some kind of backstory that explains where hired hands came from. Okay. Maybe... Their brewery got their start because they were hiring like kids off the street to help clean up their garage well, as they brewed beer or something. That's illegal, so I hope. Well, not, but, <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh, what I mean. Like maybe maybe there's a backstory behind it. Um, if they're making, if, oh geez, if they're even making beers like even close to the names, like yeah, I I that would that. be. I you know, I did see the logo. It didn't look. Infringement. It didn't look really anything like it. I mean, it is a hand. But it doesn't look like the wavy, like abstract kind of logo that Tired yeah. Hands is. It just looks like a like a more industrial style single hand. Well, you know what? I get confused a lot with Tired Hands, and I, this happened a lot when I was buying beer. Every time I opened up the Craft Collective email, yeah. they had Idle Hands. Idle Hands. Yeah. From, I think it's Malden. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'd Malden Mass, and I'd see it, and I'm like, holy shit. Shit, they had no. That's idle hands, you idiot. It's not the one. And every week, I would open it up, and I'm like, Yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, they make decent stuff too. I've had a couple of their beers, but um, you know, there's also um, the Left Hand Brewing Company. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, hands kind of seems to be at least a. Yeah. I guess, that's just three off the top of my head. I guess now that you say it, I mean, but when I heard hired hands, I was like, oh, that, that's a joke, right? That is, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I honestly thought it was a joke, like a guy's backyard bar that he was opening up. But this is an actual place with yeah. flights and things like that. Um, Interesting. So that is it for around the world of beer news. We are always keeping our Facebook group up on the latest beer news, and hopefully. Uh, you can see some of that. We'll post it on our fan page and in our beer group. Uh, next segment, Mo. Beer festiv- festivals are upon us. Uh, yes. We have upcoming events, which is a big-time segment on the show. Um, we've brought to you Beervana in the past. We've yep. brought to you Copenhagen in the past. Mm-hmm. And when we alluded to back when we were talking about them, Extreme Beer Fest Extreme Beer Fest is going on February 2nd and 3rd, I believe. Correct. In the Seaport World Trade Center in Boston. Also correct. Two um, for two. It is a collection of, what did you say, 96 brewers? 92 brewers. 92. 380 beers or something like that. Wow. That is a... Good collection. Um, I've never been to a, to an EBF before. I have not either, uh, but it does sound exciting. Unfortunately, I will be... In Texas, as we talked about before, on yep. a, 
a work trip, hoping to make my way out to Jester King, if I'm lucky enough. You got to do uh, it. But talk to me about a little bit about Extreme Beer Fest and uh, what what's going on with this festival. So first and foremost, I'm you know I it sucks that I'm going on this adventure without you. Yeah. You know we go to uh, we try to go to as many beer festivals as possible. This was one that we had kind of earmarked as. Yeah. One that we wanted to get out to. Super Bowl weekend, exciting weekend. Yeah. Wait, so you're going for the Super Bowl too? No, I'll be back at noon Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm going to be huffing and puffing. Nice. And Jet only, lag. If my, only if the Pats make it. If not, I, I might just fucking stay in Austin. Hey, well, Drown myself in yeah, whatever. Um. So anyways, uh, Joe um, from 990WBOB. I reached. Yep, I reached out to him. And asked him what the protocol was because it was actually a smaller festival, the one that I asked you about. Yeah. In Winter Beer Fest. Yeah, it was in Winter Rhode Fest Island or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was in Warren, Rhode Island, Warren. I want to say. Correct. So I wanted to go to that, but I saw it like a day in advance. And he was like, You should have asked for press passes. You know, you get hooked up at stuff like that from, yeah. you know, being affiliated with us. So he advised me to reach out to uh, Beer Advocate and send them an email and i actually got a response back right away yeah uh rebecca um i told her i was looking for a couple press passes becky with the good hair yeah (laughs) becky with the good hair um i was trying to think of that beer what's that beer uh becky likes the smell yeah yeah what the hell i don't know that brewery uh, but i've seen that on the shelf before in any case um she hooked us up with two press passes so I'm gonna take Todd since he's sponsor the, of the show. Yeah, since he's you know one of the guys that have actually been on the show. Yeah. Um. So I gave him the other press pass. So we're gonna go up uh, together. Um. We're not sure. He wants to do all three sessions, which I'm game for. I just don't know if I can get away with it. Todd's an animal. He is. Uh. So it's Friday, February second, six to nine thirty. Then there's two sessions on Saturday. We have a twelve to three thirty, and then a six to nine thirty. So I just feel like that Saturday could be that's a that's like a an lot absolute debacle. That's a, yeah, that's a because what are you gonna do? You got two hours in between. Two. Three sessions is very ambitious. It is. It very, is very very ambitious. Um, but I think we go easy the first session, maybe just hit like the highlights. Yeah. And then take off. Yeah. You know, maybe not even stay the whole time. Okay. And then Saturday, kind of do the same thing for the first, but hit some of the other highlights, and then in that second session. You get around to all the other ones that maybe you missed from the first two. Because let's you, face it, when like, you say it out loud, it makes sense. But Mo, is that really gonna happen? I don't know. I don't know. But you, you know, you go into a beer fest and you're like, "All right, I'm gonna try all these beers," and you don't. Yeah, you don't even so. come it's close. It's impossible. Even if you're just, you don't even have the opportunity to get to all the booths. Yeah. Never mind, try every beer. You don't even try one beer from every brewery. Yeah. And you know they're ounce, two ounce portions. I think between these three, we might be able to do it. Yeah, I think you need to go to all the studs that first night. Because people sure. run out of beer. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to hit Bottle Logic. you got to hit... Uh, Vanish Van- Valley. Vanish Valley that we talked about. you got to make sure you get that stuff the first shift. That would be my, my advice anyway. Uh, the other thing I would try to do is maybe you try to make friends with these people. You try to make friends with Bottle Logic yeah. as much as you can. You try to make friends with Vanish Valley. Because these are possibilities that we could interact with these people in the future absolutely i i was actually thinking about having business cards made up yeah for like noobed nice and have them for the show 
Um, so I'm going to look into that this week Good idea. and see if I can get like, you know, something stupid, like maybe staples, just throw something together. A little Vista print. Yeah. Co-host and noob. I'll make you some, even though you won't be there, but you'll have them. Yep. I'll make Todd some cause he's going to be, again. he's going to be our de facto producer. Of course. Yeah. De facto. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to make up a little, little something cause I want to have something to pass out. I will bring a bunch of noob stickers too, of course. Todd Dersham guest co-host of the new podcast. Yeah. He's just been upgraded to producer. Yeah, producer. Wow, that's... Uh, hopefully it pays more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is our upcoming events. We'll obviously keep you apprised of any new beer events that we have coming out. But check that out, Extreme Beer Fest. We'll post more about that in our group as well. Uh, the noob guys will be there. Uh, I will be there by proxy. They're going to FaceTime me the entire time. Yes. Um. So I will be... That is ten and a half hours of FaceTime. Up to date with what is in that... <laughs> Uh, we have come to the end of the show, Mo, and um, it's a sad time, but it's bittersweet because it's time for show for the week. Yep. Which is everyone's favorite segment. It is. We want you to get to the liquor store. We want you to find a great, great beer for you to drink this weekend, which is AFC and NFC Championship Weekend. The New England Patriots are in the AFC Championship yet again. Uh, shocker. I, I, <laughs> I never thought that would happen, but uh, hopefully Tom's thumb's okay. And Tom's Thumb would be okay if he would enjoy this beverage with me this weekend. Okay, what do you got? Uh, I have a a beer from one of the first breweries you and I ever covered, Barrel House Z. Mm. Um, they put out an IPA from their, what do you call it, the Naked Series? Or oh, In the Buff. In the Buff in Series. In the Buff yep. the Series. Bamboozled by Hops. You suggested it to me on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. Saw it at a local liquor store. Very, very cool can. Colorful mosaic type of can um and it's an ipa that is a little bit funky it tastes kind of weird um not like your traditional ipa it's not it's not super hazy i mean the color kind of is but it doesn't taste like it's solid brew for sure it tastes almost a little sour if that makes sense this can that i had on the shelf was from late october so maybe that has something to do with it but it tasted it tasted almost to me like a sour IPA. Interesting. Very Their interesting. beers hold pretty well, yeah. but they've never done something like this before. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, mean, I only tried it in keg form, so I can't, what I can't it, speak to that. Do you remember what it tasted like at all? Was it piney at all? Not a, just... I don't remember it a whole lot, to be honest. It didn't yeah. really stand out to me as like a... Holy crap! Like this is this is amazing. Yeah. It was good, and it, it did very well on tap as everything on Barrel House Z always did. Yeah. Um. So I mean that that wasn't surprising, but it was. I remember it being good. I remember it not being super hazy. Uh huh. Um. Because it was a New England style. They say that right on the can, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. I remember being uh, a little uh thinner than I thought. Yeah. Um. But it the consistency was was close to what I expected. Um, but I don't remember a whole lot about the flavor profile. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of of some sour IPAs I've had, so that that made me feel that way, and I, and I didn't even realize that is what it tasted like until somebody explained it to me. Hmm. They said it's almost like it's sour, and I was like, that is what I'm tasting. That's the exact taste. So go out, try Bamboozled by Hops by Barrel House C uh, this weekend and see if you can get that sour taste. Um like I did, and see what you think. Barrel House, other other great stuff as well. Uh, they do everything that they usually do is Barrel House <laughs> in yeah. a barrel. They do different barrels, tequila barrels, 
Whiskey Barrels. Great brewery to go check out, too, if you ever get, ever have the chance. Where is it? Do you know? Weymouth. Weymouth, Mass. Yeah, Weymouth, Mass. Nice. A little bit of a hike, but it's worth the trip. Yeah, so, Mo, uh, what is your shelf of the week? So, I kind of went two two ways here. First, I was I was drinking what I was going to use as my shelf of the week. Okay. Um, so, my, my like, kind of de facto... Using that word a lot tonight, I guess. Yeah. Um, one hop this time. Work. Yeah. One hop this time, Amarillo. I'm um, not going to find it everywhere, but you will find it a lot uh, up north, Yankee Spirits, things like that. Yeah. Um, great. Well, part of their rotating hop series, Amarillo hops. Uh, give it a little, little more bitterness than some of the other hops. Not my favorite hop to, uh, to drink, uh, but six percent IPA, very drinkable, uh, very solid. Do you? Did you happen to see the other day? I checked in on some weird beers. Did you happen to notice on Untapped? Not really. I, I fly under scr- the radar. Don't scroll my timeline too much. And I would have, I would have expected you to look right over this. Okay. Um, because normally you don't check out uh, people who check in Sam Adams beers. No, not often. <laughs> I was at Jess's brother's house. Shout out to Scott, friend of the show. Hi, Uh We were trying some beers from his fridge. Man's not a big drinker. He likes the good stuff. Yeah. But he doesn't drink a whole lot. So he'll buy a six-pack of something, forget about it, throw it in the back of his fridge. Is this the Anchor Anchor Brewing guy? Yeah, he okay. loves Anchor. Okay. So we were there the other night uh, for the Patriots game, and we got sidetracked with some beer tasting. So my real shelfer of the week is, is the Sam Adams Black Lager. Okay. Uh, it's not a fantastic beer. Okay. I'm just, first and foremost, this beer is not that good. Come on right out. But have you ever tried a Sam Adams Black Lager from 2010? No, I haven't. In 2018? I had an eight-year-old Sam Adams Black oh Lager. <laughs> I could not believe it. I actually took a picture of the bottle with like the notch of the the month wow. and the year written right on it because I could not believe it. Um, it was flat as hell. There was no carbonation whatsoever. Okay. Um, it was. It tasted kind of stale to me. The uh, they liked it. Was this in the fridge? This was in the fridge. He had a beer that was eight years old in his fridge. <laughs> he did. Oh my he did. Goodness. He did. We also had, we had another one. Um, he eats a lot of veggies, though, right? So maybe he doesn't use the fridge that often. <laughs> maybe um, he does eat a lot of veggies. Uh, we had a Lovecraft from Narragansett that was really old. Um, and there was one other beer. I don't think I checked it in. There was another beer from like 2013. Wow. It was like an unintentional, like barrel aged, like crazy beer tasting i did not expect to try an eight-year-old beer and normally i would would have just swept it under the rug and not bothered to talk about it because the beer was not good but just drinking an eight-year-old beer is is something to actually discuss and it was an accidental eight-year-old beer so do they still make black luck i don't know go and look i i, I, I don't no. think i don't I've, think they do. i don't think i've seen it in wow. maybe ever There's um a, uh there's a tantalizing shelter for the week. Yeah, if you find it, I mean, pick it up. Yeah, just, if you go out just to the for experiment's store, sake. You go out to the liquor store or stumble upon a time machine, go back in time and get yourself. You know, it usually a says usually says lager. out of production. Yeah, if it's not made anymore by the brewery. Yeah, they probably but make nothing like, from Sam Adams has that because they yeah. still make like yeah, eighty six thousand exactly. different beers. So yeah, uh, they really got their focus and uh, yeah, priorities. If, if you find it, take a picture of it, tag me in it, because definitely I'll trade you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is the end of the show. Check us out on Untapped. See what we're drinking. Moses what Malone we wrote it. Moses Malone for Untapped. I am Treehouse Benny on Untapped. Uh, you can email the show. 
Moses Malone, N-E-W-B-D, at gmail.com. Correct. BostonBeerBetty at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to do some beer reviews, so be on the lookout on Facebook for that. And we will see you next week. See you.